Our psalm this morning is Psalm 5 on page 347. From the rising of the sun even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles, and in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen, says the Lord of hosts. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make connection that the name his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 5 on page 347. Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. Are we good on the psalm? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Starting Psalm 5 over. Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. O hearken unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God, for unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shalt thou hear betimes, O Lord, early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that hast no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speaketh lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, in the multitude of thy mercy, I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy path plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them perish through their own imaginations. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness, for they have rebelled against thee. And let them... And let all them that put their trust in thee rejoice. 
they shall never they shall ever be giving of thanks because thou defendest them they that love thy name shall be joyful in thee for thou lord will give thy blessing unto the righteous and with thy favorable kindness wilt thou defend him as with a shield glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen Here beginneth the second chapter of the book of Proverbs. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand and fear the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The Holy Church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints, in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the second chapter of the Epistle to the Ephesians. And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love which he with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, 
made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places with, in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may also have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who by the leading of a star didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles, mercifully grant that we, who know thee now by faith, may after this life have the fruition of the glorious Godhead, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, 
may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. morning to all. Our lesson from Proverbs today is really an exhortation to uh, to seek wisdom, to take hold of knowledge. They're sort of synonymous words that are put together, knowledge, wisdom, instruction, justice, that sort of comprise the idea of having wisdom. But it, we're exhorted to take hold of her, to cry out for her, to seek her like treasure. We, we sort of hear, as we read those words, hear those words, against the backdrop of of the idea of the New Testament where the word is made flesh, that seeking wisdom really means in New Testament terms seeking Christ, that we're um in it um that that as we um the person of Jesus sort of sums up all that is all that is Figured in the idea, the sort of the 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 more abstract idea of wisdom in the Old Testament, and we we can think of Jesus' words also, where he says, "Seek and you will find; knock and it will be opened to you." You know, ask and you will receive. So we seek, and, and Jesus sort of um, seeking him is seeking this sort of wisdom that the Old Testament is talking about here. It also calls to mind the words of James uh, 1 5, where it says, If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, and he will give him wisdom. It's interesting of all the prayer promises in the New Testament, a lot of times we get, you know, culturally things get caught up in kind of um, health and prosperity gospels about you can pray for this, but certain things that the Bible absolutely tells us we'll get if we pray. Wisdom is one of those things. James says, anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God and he will give it to him. So we seek wisdom that way. But when we link this up with the New Testament lesson of Ephesians, we, we realize that wisdom, um, there's more to it than just kind of an abstract acquiring of, of intellectual truth or knowledge about things. But wisdom is known in Christ and, and to be known in Christ, it's known through the experience of being in Christ, which we um, enter into through prayer. And the experience that Ephesians talks about at the beginning of chapter two, you you were dead in your trespasses and sins, but, but you were made alive in Christ and raised up. It's really hearkening to the experience of our baptism. We just think about the language against the backdrop of that. We're baptized into the death of Christ. We're buried with him in baptism. We're raised with him through faith. And so through this experience of dying to sin and rising to life and receiving the gift of the Spirit, we gain wisdom because we see things rightly. We're now in the kingdom. And from the kingdom's perspective, we have the wisdom to, to look at life the right way. Before So before we can actually make wise individual decisions we have to have the right understanding of what life is all about and and wisdom is rooted therefore in the cross and it's interesting in in corinthians for example saint paul talks about how the cross 
seems to be foolishness to the world. But to us who, who, who have faith, it is the wisdom and power of God. And what's interesting, there's, there's something to note here in, in this experience, because it's, it's the cross and resurrection. But Ephesians really focuses on the ascension. And in, in chapter 1, it, it is said that, that Christ, uh, uh, God raised up Christ, and he's seated in the heavenly places. And now in chapter 2, it says not only did, we, did, we, did he raise us up, uh, but he, he also made us to sit in the heavenly places in Christ. And that's kind of the, the, the um, position of the church as we gather for, for prayers in the morning. We, we pray as those who are seated with Christ. The image here we can draw from Revelation chapter 4 where the 24 elders are gathered around the throne. They symbolize the church that is has been raised up in, in our prayers now. We make our prayers right before the Lamb and before the throne of God. This is the image in Revelation that we've been made a kingdom of priests or kings and priests that we, we reign with him. So this moves us forward from the Old Testament revelation where you had to get to God, you had to go through animal sacrifice and all these kinds of things. But we now have this direct access because we participate in the death, the resurrection, the ascension. And through that experience, this is really the daily experience of prayer, through penitent sorrow for sin, through the experience of grace, through the experience of being made alive again today by the Spirit and being raised up. It's only through that experience of prayer that we gain the perspective that we have the true wisdom of life. Now, as those who are raised with Christ, what is God calling me to do today? And from that perspective of being seated with Christ in the heavenlies, that's how we can see our life in the right way. Apart from that experience of prayer, participating in the life, death, resurrection, ascension of Christ, we can't see rightly. And this is why prayer is so essential to wisdom, continually to return to this experience of prayer in the church, from which we gain the wisdom in Christ that we seek. And we're told if we seek it, we'll find it. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, 
thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Bishop. And uh, may we all go out and find that wisdom. Thank you, bye bye. Thank you, bye. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, kiddos.